The following story has been brought to you by storiestoinspire.org. I read, uh, I read on Shabbos a book. It's called The Tattooist of Auschwitz. Anybody saw it? It's about a Jewish fellow who came from Slovakia. His name was Eisenberg. Eisenberg. He came from Slovakia. And he was uh, transported to Auschwitz in 1942. He lost most of his family. Most of his family was killed. And he would have died in Auschwitz like most people. One and a half million people were gassed there. How many survivors were there? 7,000 out of one and a half million or more. 7,000 out of one and a half. He would have died, especially in 1942. No way he could have survived so many years. It was impossible. You could count on your hand people who survived for longer than a while. What saved him? There was a fellow who took a liking to him. And he knew many languages. And he was a charming fellow. He was a good-looking fellow. And he employed him as his partner in sewing in the tattoos. What the SS, the Amach Shemam did was, when the transports would come... So those they sent to the gas chambers, most of them, they sent off right away to the gas chambers. Those who remained in the labor camps and died usually a few weeks or a few months or a few days or a few hours later, either from a bullet or from hard work or from disease or from exhaustion or from hunger, starvation, dehydration, whatever the factors were, or they killed themselves, or they were killed or murdered or beaten. So they were always tattooed. They had a number. I'm sure many of you have known or know people with their numbers on their arms. So there was Jewish prisoners who would do that. They would sit, and after the selection, those who were destined to live, by Dr. Mengele, they would send them through the tattooists, and they would sew in the tattoo. It was painful. It was fast. But as one prisoner put it, that's the least of my problems here in Auschwitz, the pain of the tattoo. Because of that, he was already treated a little differently. He got his own place to sleep, and he got a little extra food because people who did work that they really needed and wanted, they treated them a few percent better so they should be able to survive for longer simply so they should be more efficient. It's really one of those fascinating stories of Ashgacha. A woman, Auschwitz had a very big woman section, which was as horrific, in some ways more horrific, but it's not for now. And uh, he would tattoo the men, he would tattoo the women. So there was one of the women who came by was a young woman. She came from uh, Bratislava. Bratislava used to be called Prezburg, the city of the Chsam Seifer, Austro-Hungarian Empire. Then it became Bratislava. She came from Bratislava, and uh, he tattooed her. And uh, he looked at her, and he felt, uh, he felt some strong emotion. And she looked at him, and they just bonded. And he seized every opportunity to go seek her out in block 29 in the women's section to give her extra food. And he got her a better job and he saved her life and then she saved his life. And they both survived Auschwitz for three years till 1945. But he thought she was dead. She thought he was dead. A few months after the war they met and they got married. And they moved to Australia They changed their name to Sokolov, and they moved to Australia, and that's where they lived. He passed away, she passed away, I think, in 2003, I think he passed away 2006. 
And three years in Auschwitz, they maintained the secretive relationship in which you could be killed. Where he saved her life, she saved his life. Whenever he can, he got her extra bread, and then he managed to get her chocolate. Because <laughs> he says he learned from his house that girls like chocolate. And uh, when he was taken to be killed, she had a friend who was being used by an SS commander for uh, horrible things. And she got her to ask him for a favor to save her boyfriend, and he was saved. They mummers saved each other over three years. They meet after the war, and they get married. And I was thinking to myself that sometimes you see the power of the human spirit, the triumph of the human spirit in the darkest places. The situations that people are cast down and downtrodden in the most horrific situations. And there you see a love emerging. And the love shines with a light that is infinite because it can't be explained by circumstances. Because if circumstances would have controlled these people, they should have been dead skeletons walking. And they were dead skeletons walking, but their souls were not dead. Enjoyed this story? Come again. Bring a friend. Stories to inspire.org.